Hello, my name is Paul Bennett. Welcome to my humble diatribe for the day. Penny is an expert cook and baker, and I am often lucky enough to be the beneficiary of her skill. So is Jefferson, for that matter. While Penny bakes such items as chocolate chip cookies and oatmeal and raisin cookies, she has sometimes baked dog cookies for Jefferson. Given the swiftness with which he consumed them, and the enthusiasm with which he sought more, I have to conclude that he loved them. I love Penny's cookies too, especially her chocolate chip cookies. They are so crispy and chocolatey and all around pasty. One day, one of Penny's chocolate chip cookies gave rise to an interesting conundrum, both for me and for Jefferson. When Jefferson goes outside in the backyard, he normally spends several minutes attending to his business and to what I might describe as his olfactory pursuits. On this occasion, Jefferson indicated that he needed to go outside, so I let him out. Thinking that he would be outside for a number of minutes and that I would have to more or less hang around waiting for him with not much for me to do, I decided to avail myself of one of the most recent batch of Penny's excellent chocolate chip cookies. Barely had I taken one out of the fridge when I noticed that Jefferson had returned to the small balcony outside our back door, expecting to be let in. Apparently, I hadn't allowed for the fact that the weather was on the damp side that day. Jefferson had no interest in lingering outside beyond the time barely necessary to accomplish his immediate goals, which were apparently limited in scope. The normal thing to do in such circumstances is to open the back door, let Jefferson in, insist that he wait on the mat, just inside the door, then dry off his paws so that he doesn't leave wet marks all over the floor. But here I was, holding one of Penny's wonderful chocolate chip cookies in my hand with Jefferson at the door. I hadn't anticipated the need for a plate on which to place my cookie, so I didn't have one near at hand. To get one, I would have had to have gone to the opposite end of the kitchen as Jefferson became soggier and soggier outside. Hmm. What to do? Well, I put it in the most immediate place I could think of. My mouth. The cookie was solid and crispy enough that it held together well. Now that I had my hands free, I could let Jefferson in for the ritual paw drying. So, I did. I reached for the towel hanging nearby, slid the door open, reminded him to stay on the mat, closed the door behind him, waited for him to settle, and then, well, it's hard to say exactly what happened, but in the next few seconds, a lot happened. I blame gravity. You see, when you combine Jefferson's generally calm disposition and gravity, the result is that Jefferson's paws are on the ground. Being a relatively compact dog, 
Even when he lifts his paws for my benefit, they are only a short distance off the floor. The long and the short of it is that in order to dry his paws, I had to lean down. I did so just as Jefferson sat down, expecting to raise his paws one at a time to be dried. Necessarily, as his back end went down, his front end went up. You'll remember from your extensive knowledge of dog anatomy that the front end is where his eyes, nose, and mouth are located. Picture in your mind Jefferson sitting down, looking up, and seeing my face coming toward him with the most salient feature being one of Penny's chocolate chip cookies sticking out of my mouth. I first realized something might be amiss when I noticed the hyperactivation of his nostrils and the audible sniff, sniff, sniff emanating from them as he drank in the odors I was inadvertently wafting in front of him. I also noticed that his eyes were not focused on my eyes as they would normally be, but on my mouth, or more correctly, on what was sticking out of my mouth. Uh-oh, I thought to myself. Maybe I shouldn't have done this quite this way. Clearly, I have put temptation in Jefferson's path. I noticed the twitch of his snout as his mouth began to open. I thought to myself, this is it. He's going to snatch the cookie away from me while I'm trying to dry his paws, and then I'm going to have to ball him out for what would only be natural for a dog. Then a curious thing happened. His eyes darted away from the cookie and straight into my own. His mouth shut. Meanwhile, I was trying to make quick work of drying his front paws, which he dutifully lifted one at a time, as was his normal part of this exercise. His eyes shot back to the biscuit. His mouth trembled in an agony of restrained opening and closing before closing definitively. His eyes were back on mine, I tried to send him a message through my own. Don't you even think of it. I must say that, despite any ocular message I might have intended to send him, he was definitely thinking of grabbing the cookie. However, much to his credit, he did obey the spirit of my message and restrained himself. Once I had dried his front paws, Jefferson needed no command to stand up. Normally, he would simply advance a distance sufficient to allow me to dry his rear paws. This he did, while simultaneously twisting the front of his body back so that he could closely monitor the state of the chocolate chip cookie still protruding from my mouth. Let's just say that this twisting action did not facilitate my drying his paws, so it extended the time required for me to do so. 
With his four paws eventually dried, Jefferson was free to focus on the cookie, and I focused on standing back up. I really didn't want to have to discipline Jefferson for snatching my cookie out of my mouth. Come to think of it, I really didn't want to lose my cookie, part of which was slowly dissolving inside my mouth. Jefferson spun around as I straightened up. Clearly he wanted the cookie. I could read in his behavior the expectation that he deserved a substantial reward for having shown such restraint. A sentiment with which I was strongly tempted to agree. However, Penny and I have been very careful with Jefferson's diet since he and Penny became a team. Penny had resolved, before she was paired with Jefferson, that any new guide dog would get only the prescribed amount of dog food. And only dog food. No table scraps or other human food. We keep a bag of dog treats in a cupboard right near the back door. These are small and fall well within Jefferson's dietary regimen. To acknowledge his extraordinary feat of self-control, I gave him not one treat, not two, but three treats. The biggest ones I could find. He accepted them and ate them lustily, but I am sure that he would have much preferred to have had my chocolate chip cookie. It was indeed unfortunate that Penny had not recently made a bunch of dog biscuits as she sometimes does. This surely would have been an occasion when Jefferson would have merited one. And that is my humble diatribe for the day. <laughs>